Okay, and we're back. Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Sanasi, the creators of Mage Stack, the Magento operating system. Sanasi is the leader in high performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. Check them out online at sanasi.com slash mage talk. And by MageMail. MageMail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no-risk trial today at magemail.co. And by Dropship360 from Logic Broker. Magento merchants now have a solution for complete dropship automation. Check them out today at logicbroker.com. Hello and welcome to Mage Talk, episode 43. I'm Kalen, joined by the famous and fabulous uh, newest member of followphpdevs.com, <laughs> Philip Jackson. The inimitable Philip Jackson, everybody. Is that, was that the, let me see, yeah, follow PHP devs. So this morning... You woke up to how many thousands of new followers? So my wife overnight, Several. she actually, she woke me up dreaming about unicorns and ponies and things like that. And, um, <laughs> and she woke me up and she says, um, she says, uh, your phone is just like blowing up. And I was like really tired. So I just silenced Do you get a phone. notification for every, do you get a notification for every follow? Pretty much. Well, you know, like some, something like that. Yeah. But my phone was just blowing up. Mostly. And uh, blowing up because I don't ever have people follow me, so why would I ever worry about my friend? Right, that's why you need people notification. Me. Right, exactly. Right, exactly. Anyway, long story short, uh, I woke up this morning and had 250 followers. I'm up to 300, and I mean, total, I'm over 2,000 now. But but I woke up with like almost Son 300 new new followers. Anyway, I somehow I got listed on uh, PHP. Wait, followphpdevs.com. And um, somehow, what do you mean somehow? You're so, oh, you know what I just noticed? Tim, um, I just noticed Tim Beshashvili. <laughs> Tim Beshashvili. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to be jerk. Tim you know what's really sad? Yeah. You, just, what's really sad about Tim is that he's listed there as the running person, the person who runs MageKarma.com. The, run, <laughs> the running person of MageKarma. He's the mage running person of Karma running. Um, no. <laughs> So Mage Karma, Mage Karma is being shut down, the which, is, uh, which is a little bit of, Correct. which is part of, of, uh, yes. news this week, uh, just due to, due to lack of, um, what's the word interest, but lack of manpower. <laughs> oh my god! I will say, um, I will say that I had, uh, I had submitted, uh, well, I submitted one, one review to, to Mage Karma, which is like a quick one. And then there was another one, and what I did was I it was like a partial review because I didn't really I, I think this is kind of the challenge. I didn't really have the time to do a full-on review right. uh, for this particular module. But what I wanted to do is I had a little bit of experience. I think I looked into some code and I had so I had some specifics on some code level issues. Um it wasn't just like a, a I was just ranting at them because I was angry. I had some some specific <laughs> things and what I want. <laughs> What I wanted to do was I wanted to publish that as a partial review and to say, hey, listen, this is just a partial review. Other people can come in and contribute to it and, and add more detail, flesh it out. Um, but then at the time, they're like, well, we don't want to put it up. It's not done yet. And I think that um, 
that was the beginning of the end for them. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I think that um, it, I, I really like that concept. And I, I think somehow allowing people to put in partial reviews and then allowing other people to flesh them out would yeah. kind of maybe be a little bit more sustainable. Exactly. Uh, because they did such thorough, they did such thorough reviews, which was great that I'm sure it just, you know, take a ton of time. And yeah. it's just, it's a, it's a kind of a big yeah. barrier to entry. Barrier to entry is really high. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But, uh, yeah. But rest in peace. Cause that was, an, that was an awesome effort. And I don't understand why they have to I'm close sure. the doors on it. Like what could that possibly be costing them? Like, Oh, we can't possibly pay the $1 a month hosting. So let's, let's shutter right. the thing. Well, we, so. well, we spend several hundred do- dollars a month on CDN fees. <laughs> so well, that's a, that's from episode 41 know. that will never come out, I guess. <laughs> Um, but, uh, we don't actually spend, we don't actually spend several hundreds of dollars. We spend at least a hundred dollars a month in in CDN, in CDN, (laughs) CDN plus, uh, AWS. How's that? Is that good? I'm pretty sure we could get away with like a $10 digital. I do not know why you are so hung up on digital ocean. Like I don't get it. (laughs) I, I, I have this feeling like they're paying you for that. A lot less. So Ben Lasani has offered on multiple occasions to just give us hosting for free. Yes. And I refuse. Right. I refuse. Why have we not taken him up on that? You refuse? (laughs) Because I know he's going to be like. That's uncalled for. He's going to be like, hey, yo, what you think about not using WordPress, (laughs) eh? And I'll, and I'll. It's and I'll be, be all like, upset about it. Hey, yo, I heard what you said about me on my last episode. I wasn't <laughs> happy with it, mate. I'm going to take down your hosting right quick, man. Because <laughs> I'll, I'll ask him, I'm like, and I'm like, I don't know why, but I can't, like, my, my site's not responding. And he'll be like, give me, like, some 600-word dissertation about how global DNS works. <laughs> and, like, I don't have a... He gives... That's that's what I love. He gives six hundred word dissertations about everything. Yeah, he, he understands uh, <laughs> things way too. He probably understands the blockchain as well. And so you uh, were like high on the blockchain. No, we, you were high on Bitcoin earlier I, I'm this a little, week. What's the what's what I, was I'm that a all little about? pumped? I've been smoking a little bit of Bitcoin. Um, <laughs> no, I saw this duck. <laughs> this is funny. We started out saying this is going to be like a boring news episode. Exactly. This is a crazy. straight news episode. <laughs> Welcome to news tonight, Mage Talk Edition. <laughs> and then we just we just start an episode and we just start clowning around. This item, is how we roll. My gosh. Item number one, the configuration uh, switcher <laughs> was upgraded from number. Uh, so I saw this um, I saw this documentary on uh, Bitcoin on Netflix. Uh, let me find the name. What's the name of it? So that, uh, I know that Joe will find it no matter what. Joe finds everything. We could Joe like finds everything. Ra- I could, I could make a random reference to like a girlfriend I had in the third grade for like 25 minutes. <laughs> like she was a girlfriend for a period of 25 minutes. You make the reference for 25 Joe, minutes or she was a 25 minute girlfriend? <laughs> she had 25 minute girlfriend. 25 minute that, girlfriend. Yeah. That, gotcha. 25 minute girlfriend. And uh, he will he will hunt that down, find a link to her Facebook page. He'll find a link to her LinkedIn. Um, okay, so the the uh, doc <laughs> the documentary is called "The Rise and Rise and Rise." The, okay, hold on, let me try this again. It's called "The Rise, the rise and Rise," and, isn't it? The Rise and Rise of Bitcoin. I don't know what that means. It's probably a reference. It was probably, probably recorded in reference. 2014 when Bitcoin was actually <laughs> something that people thought was profitable. 
Um, oh, I get it. It's probably it's probably what it means is like the first rise where it it was just sort of speculation and then it crashed and now it's rising again with like blockchain 2.0 applications and protocols. See, I can say words like that and sound smart. Wow. Now I've been listening if we really wanted to so talk no, about it, it's um, like if we wanted to talk about it for real, we should invite Luke Stokes on from uh, Foxy Cart because that guy knows everything about oh, Bitcoin. Nice. Like literally everything nice, there is. To nice. Know. Yeah, he he does a yeah. lot of also, talks. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. I remember we were, we were talking about it before I heard a, a podcast yeah. uh, uh, from one point. Also, Simon Sprankel, um, Sprankel. Uh, wrote a paper on it. Simon Sprankel. Simon Sprankel wrote a paper on it, and I was reading it the other day. It was pretty pretty in-depth. He did that a few years ago. Oh, wow. But it was just really, it was just super, um, it was just super interesting. Like, they talked about, um, you know, the the a little bit about the underlying technology, and now basically how um, the blockchain technology is like basically the equivalent of TCP IP uh, to what the internet is. So it's like this massively disruptive technology that is in kind of early phases, but, but in probably you know, 10, 20 years from now, like, like virtually every industry in the, on the planet will be sort of disrupted by this underlying technology. I'm just saying you can say, you can tell I'm just like a, Exciting man, you drank all of that Kool Aid. I don't understand. I drank, I drank all the Kool Aid, and then I went back and I and I, I had a second, uh, second serving. Um, <laughs> you drank all of the Kool Aid, yeah, and no, then you made just, more Kool Aid to drink that too. Yeah, and then yeah, and then I went out and decentralized the uh, coupon, <laughs> the uh, Kool Aid creation process. Exactly. Uh, but if you if you if you ask me more than like three questions about any of these terms that I keep throwing out, I'll I'll like uh i i don't really understand what any of those things mean um but i've been there's a couple of good podcasts that i've been checking out and and uh you know reading some stuff and stuff so apparently one of the um but but it's crazy so like actually i think it's honduras is going to uh the the government of honduras is going to use the blockchain to issue land titles in their country like actual the government because it, it because you know it the, the blockchain can basically uh, allow you it, it it gives you a public ledger so it gives you a list of transactions whether that transaction is I paid Phil Philip uh, five cents or I gave Philip the rights to this house on one two three ABC Street or whatever um, so they're starting to use it um, Bitcoin is used pretty heavily in I think Argentina because their currency. Uh, devalues so quickly. I think it loses like forty percent of its value every single year. It's been doing that for a while. So, bit, so they're not even techies. It's just Bitcoin is just a better currency for them. Period. So, like people that aren't even techies are started have started to use it out there, um, just because it happens to be a better currency for them. And it, it's it's crazy. There's all sorts of interesting stuff. But you know, on the other hand, it may be a gigantic bubble. I mean, a lot of people say that. So yeah, it is. It's like, yeah, it's it's a huge bubble. It's a big thing that nobody's going to ever use, and, and it'll have only ever been used for two things: uh, for the land titles in Bolivia, and for uh, <laughs> and for illegal like cocaine trade and human trafficking on on dark web. So, That's the only thing well, that the no, blockchain so, will ever be used for. Uh, so, well, so it was interesting. They were actually able because they asked them, you know, what percentage of uh, transactions in Bitcoin do you think are for the dark web? And they were actually able to estimate it pretty well when when uh, Silk Road was taken down because Silk Road was taken down and then overnight 
they saw a the drop in transactions and it was only 3% um, of the transactions. So it, that, that's like a common criticism is it's just used for this stuff, but it's really, I mean, the New York Stock Exchange just this week started uh, tracking it. I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're doing, but they're, it's actually, they're, they're officially tracking it. Um, New York stock exchange. And I mean, there's, there's millions of people using it. There's like millions of online wallets and stuff. It's, it's like, it's really, um, you know, I don't think it's, it's useful. Like a lot of people say, it's not a good thing to invest in. Like you're not going to go invest in it. It's not a get rich quick scheme. Right. It's just a useful technology that it's going to take time to, to, for all the applications to be developed, but it's, there is something there. Like there is something pretty, you know, it's the first currency that was ever created out out of nothing with that wasn't backed by a government. And it's actually being used by, it'd be one thing if like two people were using it to like pay each other baseball cards, but there's like millions of people using it. There's not, (laughs) there's not billions of people. Like one day there may be billions of people using it, but there's, there's like millions or at least hundreds of thousands. So it's, it's, it's kind of intense, you know? Okay. Well, that's been uh, Bitcoin corner on, uh, on this episode of mage talk and uh, make sure to subscribe. You've had more than enough, (laughs) more than enough Bitcoin for, for the next, uh, Two years from me about that. No, it's all good. Uh, so what's going on in the Magenta world this uh, this last week? I know for a fact, uh, something we haven't talked about because we lost episode 41. 41. We lost episode 41. Uh, we did. We never fully explained. Yeah. We never did. Yeah. Um, yeah so peace. basically, so so what ha- happened was uh, basically. <laughs> First of all, we, ha- we have a robust system of multiple backups. We do. In place, which is why. We subscribe we to the theory to that ever... that it doesn't uh, exist if it doesn't exist in four places. And um, exactly. So unfortunately, which is why for us, we've never lost an episode to date. Yep. Yeah. And uh, anyway, we, we lost were, an episode. So That's what happened. <laughs> we lost an episode. You you were traveling in New York. I was day one in my new office. I haven't mentioned, by the way, I moved to Monrovia. This place is amazing. That's in uh, awesome. Lithuania, right? Close. It's a couple miles, couple miles west of the Lithuanian border with Chechnya. <laughs> I don't even know. If, I don't even know if those are those are um, those are places. No, but you don't sound like you know what you're talking about. Those are those are places. No, it's a uh, it's it's a it's a little bit east of Pasadena. So I moved from Pasadena way the heck west to northwest to Oxnard, and then way the heck southeast to Monrovia. But it's nice. a really cool little town. Anyway, I was on day one in my new office. I was tired from moving the previous day. Batteries ran out on my hardware recorder. Yep. Your hardware recorder was working. Yep. But your Skype got, you recorded on Skype as well. That got corrupted. Yep. And I didn't record in Skype. So yep. that was, is a perfect, perfect storm. It's the, the perfect storm is the perfect storm. I, it'll never happen again, except for this particular episode where I'm not recording on Skype and neither are you. So it'll probably go bye-bye too. Um. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We're not recording on Skype now because we're having internet connection issues, but we're both recording on our, on our hardware mics. So, uh, so that is incredibly inside baseball for everybody. Uh, but that's why we don't have episode 41 and that's okay. I'm, I still have the file and it's pretty huge and, but it's corrupt. And uh, so I, I'm hoping that I can find a way to resurrect it at some point. Otherwise, we'll yeah. just have a uh, an after dark episode that will come out sometime where it will literally be just my side of the audio, and there will be like three and I five can't. minute gaps of me not of just breathing. 
That's what you'll hear is you'll I hear just wait. three to five minutes of me just breathing. That. Yeah, it'll be great. That's going to be fantastic. I'll put track markers be. down so that like you can skip right to the breathing if you wanted to. Like in iTunes, <laughs> you can just listen to my breathing. Anyway, <clears throat> so nice. one of the things we actually missed uh, because we talked about it in 41 is uh, Magento uh, released another security update, which has everybody in a full scale panic again. Um, and what I love is they did it on a Friday. And uh, which stinks in my business uh, because uh, when you manage 30 some odd Magento stores uh, on behalf of, you know, retailers, they want those things done right away. And we have a pretty hard and fast rule of no deploys on Friday (laughs) because then there's nobody around for two days to keep an eye on things, to make sure things are running smoothly. And then I can't tell you how many times um, probably never happened to something digital, but you know, I've, I've seen stores where, where, you know, you deploy on a Friday, something gets broken, it's broken for the whole weekend, nobody notices. And, you know, sales tank and everything else. So anyway, thank you, Magento, for releasing that on Thursday evening late. That was cool. Uh, but yeah, so stores stores need to be patched again. This one's uh, Supi, my favorite thing to say, 5994. Um, and that's cool. that's yeah. the one you want to get up. And, and, and if you aren't sure if you're running that, you should install um, my uh, module, uh, Phil Winkle applied patches, and that will tell you if you're running uh, the latest and greatest. I have a really, really dumb question that's going to show my ignorance about okay. this uh, because I, as as an extension vendor, I actually haven't had to do uh, much much in the way of patching because yeah. I don't have any stores I'm responsible for. Uh, so, as an irresponsible, uneducated extension vendor, when you log into the Magento backend, if the message pops the regular Magento admin message about yep. the, about the, about the patch. Yep. Does that mean that you're not patched? Nope. It just means that a patch okay. exists. Okay. So that's just that, that message is not that it's not aware. Okay, cool. Because I did log into a couple of customer backends and I saw that and I was like, hmm, that <laughs> might be a problem. Yep. Yeah, no, it so, doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's not doing any sort of like, you know, viewing of your system to see if you are patched. It's just saying, Hey, a patch exists. Yeah. Now, um, do we have a tracker for how many people are patched and all that? Do we have? No, see this one came out so quickly. Um, unlike the other ones, like this one came out so quickly that there was just no, uh, nobody set up something to track to see if the patches are available, but this one actually looks pretty egregious. So the last one had a, a very small, um, number of files changed. This one has a pretty high number of files changed and it looks like it was right. patching a bunch of things, which I knew existed. And I'm really curious if, if, uh, Bastian Ike, Ike, sorry, Bastian Ike, um, if he was involved in this at all, because he showed me something maybe two years ago, long time ago, uh, where in the authorized.net, um, uh, mm-hmm. in authorized.net module, you could actually mm-hmm. el- elicit a response, which would tell you the admin URL you path. Back in route, the admin right? URL. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I knew about this and I've actually used it <laughs> on clients before, ah. like to find where they're at, because like, I might not know, um, sometimes, uh, because every bit of information always gets updated in the wiki properly. That's not true at all. Exactly. Um, all the time. So everybody con- conforms to that standard. Yeah. So it looks like they're closing that hole and some other stuff. Uh, there's something to do with the downloader route. If you have that, uh, if you have that publicly accessible, there's some badness that can happen. 
Um, but anyway, yeah. yeah, nobody has a thing set up to see if you're patched so far as I know, but that would be a really cool thing for people to kind of, you know, keep on top of. They, you know, if, if anybody would do it, it would be um, Bytes in the Netherlands, right? Because that's what they did for Shoplift. And, um, yep. you know, that's, I, I would hope that they... Shoplift.byte.nl. Yeah, that's correct. which I just checked, and it looks like there's still 65,945... <laughs> unpatched sites nice son of a gun this curve is not going in the right direction if you look at the curve it's yeah. just it's, basically it's just flat straight line. it's literally flat it's just flat yeah oh well it could be like i have maybe, got a bunch I mean, of who knows there's yeah, a lot of dead magento sites abandoned. you know like there are a bunch of staging yeah, sites out there and, sites. exactly right right so who knows all right well what are you gonna do well that's all i've got um, to say about that uh, so I've got to say, mate. Um, no, actually, there was a couple of cool Mage Engage uh, interviews. Uh, there's one with James Cowie, Session Digital. Yep, I like um, him a lot. He talks, uh, yeah, he's a good dude. He's a super, super nice guy. And, oh, and because uh, 41's on, on the planet. Because 41's gone, that, we never talked about Mage Casts. Um, but, uh, oh, yeah. That's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah, technically. Um, we talked all about. Yeah. This is, yeah, everything is so out of order. In, yeah, in yes. Well, James Cowley, so, so just, we? we don't need to go on about it. I'm still trying to get 41 back. But, but yeah, James Cowley and uh, Alan McGregor started MageCast.io, um, and uh, it's screencast for Magento. It's a lot like uh, Laracast, but, you know, Magento-based. Um, and they've already got four different, uh, they've got four different videos up right now. They started with two, they've got four. And James Cowley is one of the uh, people uh, that is responsible for creating that. Um, but anyway, so Mage Engage, he was on Mage Engage. And I know Mage Engage, you like to talk about like who you are as a person, what you do. Did you happen to uh, catch yeah. what he what he's into? Yeah. Yeah. So he's into the Wigan uh, football team, okay. which I guess is like w- like a city over there or whatever. And they're like, an, I guess, like a, not one of the major, major teams, but they're kind of like a smaller team that like has a really kind of passionate following and stuff. So he was into them. Um, nice. There was also an interview with, yeah, yeah. There was uh, uh, also an interview with Vinay, uh, Vinay Cop. Oh, nice. Um, who uh, is, I, I didn't realize this, who's into, also into beekeeping. Um, <laughs> yeah. And and then Ben, Ben Marks on Twitter had mentioned that he keeps his bees inside of his house. Like he has like some kind of a contraption inside of his house where, where the, you know, the bees are so he's he doesn't mess around man and uh, uh awesome. no thank you that's a whole bunch of nope for me nope 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 <laughs> nope 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 nope, nope, nope. <laughs> and uh right i w- and and i had basically hardly ever heard of any anybody that done beekeeping before this but when i was at imagine i met um beth and her husband uh from shero design did you happen to meet them? Shero Design, they're out of New York. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah. I, I, yeah. they've become really active in Magento on Twitter uh, yeah. as of late. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I met them, super, super cool. And they also mentioned they were they were into beekeeping. Um, they live kind of northern part of, of, of New York, and they, you know, they it's, it's fantastic. Um, so That's beekeeping ridiculous. is the thing, man. Yeah. That's apparently so that a thing. Cool. Yeah. I, I, I mentioned to my wife the other night, we, we just, uh, we bought a new house. We've, we're just about to close on it in the next few days. And, and, um, Congrats. thank you. And, 
Uh, I would well, love man. to nothing more than to start um, my own little bee colony. Um, so I was like, hey, we should have a, a, a beehive or whatever they call them. And uh, because I, I, yeah. I saw Vinay talking about it and uh, and uh, you're like, I got to do I it. I was like, I got to do that. I've got to do my part in fighting colony collapse disorder. I've got to do it. And then I realized, yeah, that's a really stupid thing because I'm very allergic to bees. So we're not going to do that. <laughs> Are you like allergic? Like if you like when you were a kid, you got stung by a bee and had to go to the hospital type. Thing? Yep. Yep. So who wow. knows? Okay. Who knows if I'm still that allergic, but you know, I'm not going to go out of my way to take chances. Um, True. <laughs> I'm not at all. I'm not at all allergic, but I'm not going out of my way to take chances. Either. <laughs> when I see a bee, I'm like, kill it, kill it. Somebody kill it, kill it. Somebody help. <laughs> um, throw my daughter in front of it. Help. <laughs> nah, um. <laughs> oh, what a guy. Kaylin, what a guy. What a guy. So, what a guy. Uh, what so a guy. those are just a few things that have kind of been happening around the Magento community. Uh, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, uh, we're going to hear some uh, some Mage Hero updates. And uh, Kaylin's going to give us a Mage Mail update. So stick around. Mage Talk is brought to you in part by Sinassi Hosting. Sinassi is the creator of MageStack. They are a PCI DSS compliant leader in high performance, secure, and scalable Magento hosting. They run Magento Platform as a Service Stack for small, medium, and enterprise businesses, and they started about 180 pounds a month. You can find out more about them today at sinassihosting.com slash magetalk. And by MageMail. MageMail is the world's only SaaS-based triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no-risk trial. Bring your customers back to your website with MageMail. Check them out today at magemail.co. And by Dropship360 from Logic Broker. Dropship360 allows Magento merchants to have a solution for complete Dropship automation. Dropship 360 allows merchants to easily add and rank vendors, view vendor inventory, configure order sourcing, and much more. Logic Broker is a Magento Gold technology partner. You should check them out today at logicbroker.com. Mage, mage Hero update. Give me a Mage Hero update. Mage Hero update. Uh, so a whole bunch of stuff. We have... Um, Configuration versioning, uh, an easy order pick pack by Vladimir uh, Kirkoff of Genmato. What is that exactly? Um, what does that so mean? I think what this does is uh, versions your configuration so that when, um, you know, if you make changes to uh, a CMS page or you make changes to, how would a CMS page be versioning? I don't know. If, I think what it does is basically, <laughs> <laughs> it, I think it basically versions your changes to um, either config XML or con- database config. Oh wow! Um, sounds yeah. like uh, so sounds like updated. Uh, it's not configuration versioning. Is it CMS page versioning? So CMS CMS page well, versioning is something that's in um, Magento Enterprise. So you can actually have version. Okay, here pieces let me. Of- here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read from the actual product page. So, yeah, let's do so that. So currently the extension detects and tracks changes to system configuration, uh, CMS pages. So I guess that doubles up with the built-in mm-hmm. CMS page versioning. Mm-hmm. Or I guess that's enterprise. 
CMS blocks, uh, checkout agreement terms and conditions. Uh, that's a that's a good one. When so that when your terms and conditions change, you have a paper trail of it. Oh, nice. Um, transactional, yeah, transactional email, um, design changes, custom variables. What are custom variables? Custom. Oh custom yeah, custom. Are. You've never used custom variables in Magento. In the context of the admin, yes. Example. <laughs> <laughs> so, and uh, I think it's system. There's a system dropdown in the admin panel, and there's a tab I believe that's called custom variables. And you can use those custom variables in static blocks or any CMS widget, uh, WYSIWYG uh, section in a widget, possibly. Oh, uh, okay. But they're just static pieces of text that you can use. Wow. Um, anywhere. Uh, I like to use them for translation. Um, or I forget what I've, I've used them a lot uh, in static blocks for translation components. Um, nice. Because, uh, well, static block is a bad example. There are, there are a couple places where a static block may be overkill for what you're trying to do and you, you're using a custom variable. You want to update it everywhere all at once. I guess a good example would be maybe a phone number, a store phone number. Although I think there is a widget component for that, but that's the type of thing that you would use where if you wanted to update it on all your emails everywhere and on the front end and everywhere, like you would just create a custom variable and use that. Oh, right. Like maybe like hours of operation before they added that into the yeah. default. Or, um, or, yeah, or, yeah. or I don't know. That's, that, that's what it's for. I don't know how many, since you didn't well, even know it existed. Crazy. Yeah. Then. Did not, 100% did not know that existed. That's cool. Um, that must have been less than 40% of the certification exam. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> newsletter templates, uh, tax classes, tax rates, tax rules. So lots of cool stuff in there. Um, what else, man, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Um, post multiple clients on the same Magento code base by Steve Robbins. Ooh, what does that mean? Tricky. What does that mean? Um, got a link to uh, GitHub here. Magento multi-client. Um, host multiple clients on the same Magento code base. Each client has their own local XML and Etsy modules XML. This allows you to specify separate databases and caching services per client, as well as enable disable modules as requested. Uh, each client maintains their independence, but shares a code base. This could be considered a Magento Go-esque approach. To, okay, so it's like multi-tenant. Oh, it's multi-tenant Magento. That's that sounds pretty pretty ambitious. Um, that is very ambitious. So, is that a GitHub repo, or how does how how yep. is that being distributed? Okay. Yep. Yep. Wow. GitHub. That's awesome. GitHub, or it didn't happen. Yeah, it's pretty intense. I like that. Um, oh, a lot. I don't know if you noticed this. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed this because you um, you were talking about images. Actually, was this on episode forty-one where we talked about images? Yep, that was. It was. Okay, yep. which never came out. It's funny because there was a post by um, Grant Kemp. This is the dude that you had talked yeah, to, Yeah, this right? is exactly... Over at Session... Is, yeah, he's Session Digital, uh, formerly in Vika. And yeah, this is exactly this. Yep. This is it. Okay, great. So yeah, we talked about this on episode 41, which you didn't hear. But uh, yeah, he wrote a post on uh, making Magento go faster by improving the way images are handled. And... Uh, linked over to a mage cloud uh blog post yeah so that, mage cloud uh, mage cloud i think is using something called cloudify for images yeah um and uh and i've seen i've seen him mention that in the past so it, yeah it sounds like something for sure that uh that he would be involved with but i haven't seen that video no i've got to check it out 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so some image optimization stuff there. We had like a 30-minute conversation about that on episode 41. <laughs> the lost episode. We're going to keep talking about this the and then watch episode. watch like two two days from now I finally get it like recovered and we'll, you know, we'll have been talking about this all all, right, all right. this time. They'll have heard it all already. Right. All right, carry on. Carry on. What else we got? Oh, carry let's on. let's do one more and then let's do a, a mage mail update. We haven't had one of those in a very long Ooh, time. Wow. You're actually inviting me to do a mage mail update. I'm That's yeah, I'm the first excited. for everything, Kalen. Yeah. Usually you're like, keep that junk to yourself, Mr. Mr. Sponsor, Mr. <laughs> Fake Sponsor. Um, so uh, next thing was, oh, you know, this is interesting. There was actually a post by um, the Headworks team. I think this is their first post to Mage Hero. Um, and they linked out to a blog post, all you need to know um, about Magento 2. So I was kind of excited about that. I was like, wow, Headworks is posting to Mage Hero. It's uh, it's getting legit. So nice. Uh, Magento two, yeah, is on the fast track now, and the company pays much attention to its promotion among developers, which should embrace the new code as quickly as possible and then extend it further. So I think they're just talking about Magento two stuff in general, and nice. a bunch of other stuff that, of course, I didn't get to. Okay, so Mage Mail update. Mage roll, Mail please. update. Give me a Mage Mail update. What's going so on? So I rec- I did an. Yes, I did a newsletter. Uh, did you did you get it? You didn't I did. It. There's no I'm I'm I'll bet money you didn't read it. No, I didn't. Because okay. <laughs> yeah. I wanted so to be I surprised said, <laughs> is what I wanted. I wanted I want. to be surprised. I get it. No, I get it. Yeah, I, I, I would I would do the same thing. So I sent out a little bit of newsletter with some updates, and there was the uh, of course there was Magento Imagine stuff, the Mage Talk skit, um, talked about the work at the hackathon and sponsoring pre-imagine. Talks about the Mage Mail came out in the Connect uh, promo video. Um, and then some new uh, features and product updates. Um, so one of the most recent is an exit modal. Um, so if you add something to the cart and then get ready to exit the site, it'll pop a modal. You're detecting that exit intent and uh, grab your, you know, ask you if you want to have your, nice. um, your cart emailed to you. Which I know we have a big developer audience and everybody hates modals. Uh, so I, I think that, uh, you know, what, when modals get really annoying, I think is when, you know, you can't close them, they make it really hard to close. Uh, they, you know, they put dumb labels on the close button to, you have to say that you're fat and stupid and ugly, uh, in order to close them. (laughs) So, uh, you know, the, (laughs) the modal is easy to close. You can click anywhere off canvas. You can click the X button, the no thanks button. There's no you know, douchey, no thanks language. Um, so I think that's important. And then it's also how it pops on exit. So it doesn't pop on, on welcome, which I think is a little bit less intrusive. And uh, I'm surprised you didn't, you didn't hammer me for the, for the exit modal. Um, um, I no, I mean, we've, more, we've, I'm on record, pushback. I'm on record, but it's, uh, you know, a lot of people ask for it and we need to do it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Um, it is what it is. I'm a horrible human being. Um, then there's also the, uh, a Headworks subscription integration. Uh, so I actually had a customer using a, a Headworks subscription module and just did a little integration to allow you to, uh, send reminder emails when subscription dates are, uh, when renewal dates are coming up. Um, talked about some new content blocks within the content editor. So there's uh, a new uh, product grid, which is a little more flexible. You can 
uh, specify the sizes for products. You can show new products. You can show bestsellers. Um, and it just kind of pulls them all in and a- adapts them to the size of the screen. Um, review requests. Made some updates to the review requests. So there's now a form embedded in the in the email. You can just click the stars, write your comment. Yeah. And see uh, I think we talked about this. Uh, we talked about this a few episodes back. Yeah, we talked yeah, about that? Oh, yeah. We talked about when I was, uh, when I was Five stars it. dope yeah. sauce. Yes, five stars dope sauce. Exactly. Uh, so I already covered that. Um, I think, I don't know if you mentioned the <laughs> Gmail quick action support. Uh, so those little quick actions that you see in Gmail uh, when when you in your inbox. Oh, um, I so love those. those. Those are great. Um, I Do think you like those. Yeah, yeah. So MeanBee actually created um, not to take away from MageMail. MeanBee created a pretty cool module that actually builds that into Magento transactionals uh, a while ago. Yes. Um, but uh, I love the fact that you just get it right out of the box in MageMail. That's pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah, 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 totally. And, uh, the, the, but the dirty little secret is that they're really hard. So they're really hard to actually enable. Uh, you have to submit a request to Google and there, they, there's some language on their site about who they accept in order to enable these. (laughs) And so they, you have to have like, you have to have a high volume of email and you have to have certain things. So, um, it's, it's hard. Not for everybody. Not for everybody is what you're saying. Yeah. But they have a cool testing mechanism, which is if the email comes from the same email address that it's sending to. So if you send it from Phil at Gmail to Phil at Gmail, then it bypasses that validation and you can test it and kind of see how it works. It's kind of neat. Nice. Yep. Um, So, yeah, that's pretty much it. The tweet wall is growing. So I've got my testimonial tweets and I'm trying to build out that... uh, section until it basically crashes your browser whenever you go to the site <laughs> from all the embedded Twitter widgets. So if you have want to <laughs> contribute to the cause, you can do that. And yeah, that is the Mage Mail update. Back to you, Philip. Nice. Uh I mean I really don't so have weird saying Philip. Do you feel weird? You've only had yeah, 40 Phil episodes feels so to get it natural. right. Yeah, no. I've only called you Phil for like two years of my life. So I only, I only, I really don't mind. There's only one time ever that I mind. There's only one time. Oh, ever. okay. Do you want to okay. know what that time is? I do. I do it's, want to know. It's the one and a half to two seconds after that I tell, after I meet somebody and I tell them that my name is Philip and they say, good to meet you, Phil. <laughs> That's, that is the only time I mind. That's the only time. It's like when you meet somebody and she, you're like, oh, how are you? Uh, uh, who are you again? Oh, I'm Jennifer. Oh, good to meet you, Jen Jen. Like, it just makes no sense, you yeah. know, like just to call somebody whatever you want to call them. But that's fine. Like, why does this have to okay. be a recurring thing on the show? I don't know. <laughs> because you keep you keep changing your position. Everybody's no. confused. I've talked to like five people about it. Everybody's totally confused about it. That's They're how okay. I become. That's how I'm an interma- international man of mystery, <laughs> baby. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. that's, that's how I keep that's how I keep them guessing. <laughs> I love it. You oh, got to work on your tiger growl. A little bit. Yeah, that was a very good one. One other thing I got to mention there. Did you see this age survey? The Magento age survey. No. What is that? They came out. This is, so this is really neat. I think it was, uh, I want to say it was Max uh, Bucknell okay. that put this out. Yeah. Uh, somebody will correct me if I'm wrong. Um, and so what he did is he just put up a survey saying, um, you know, how old are you? How many years have you been uh, in the Magento community? Um, and he just added it all up. And 
So it's pretty interesting. So the average um, age is 30.56. Um, the <laughs> average... Okay. Uh, and, oh, and the number the number of respondents, there are 108. So this is, this is kind of cool. It actually got some good responses. Uh, the average time in Magento is four years. And okay. so then the approximate start age would be 26.54. Uh, the max age is 53. Um, so wherever you're out there, if you're 53 props, um, and, uh, the minimum age is 17. So whoever you are, if you're 17 and you're smarter than the rest of us, shame on you. Um, what else is there? Oh, max time in Magento is 14 years. So that, that person is a real serious, uh, real serious veteran doing Magento <laughs> before it was created. Yeah. So, so, you know, you know, what's amazing to me? is is yeah. uh is there are people who as a joke go on linkedin and they change their profile to say things like uh 20 years of no js experience right and <laughs> like right. 16 and a half years of of hhvm experience you know like stuff like that right. it's amazing right. i love right. that stuff but okay awesome. 14 it. years of magento Let's experience all, right let's all change our profiles to say 20 years of magento experience I, totally you know what we should actually do between the two of us, you know, we have a combined 20 years of Magento experience. No, we should say we have a combined 40 years. Oh, we should because, well, I've been doing PHP <laughs> since 99 or 2000. So I could no, say just, I can I can realistically say I have 15 years of Magento experience. <laughs> That's not true at all. That's not true at all. Um, so yeah. And then, oh, and then the minimum time in Magento is 0.5 years. Oh, by the way, Mage Mail's two-year anniversary is, uh, tomorrow, Friday. Oh, what? May, yeah, May the 22nd. I look back to my very first commit and, uh, my, my two-year anniversary is tomorrow. Wow. So that's amazing. That's been, your, your, it's phenomenal that you looked back before it was the anniversary. Cause usually what happens to me is I look back and it was like 17 days ago. I'm like, oh, <laughs> right. Light a candle. Totally. <laughs> right, right. That's that's Light so awesome, candle. man. So you well, can congratulations. Send your, yeah. And you're you. now full time on Mage Mail. Flowers. Is the uh, <gasps> is what I understand. <laughs> For those For of you that are mementoing the show, um you uh you you have no idea. It's a joke. But you you'll 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 get yeah. the joke pretty soon. Just so don't worry. You'll just keep listening. Yeah. You'll be fine. Keep listening. You also listening. don't know what mementoing the show is, but you'll get that pretty soon too. Don't worry about that. You'll get that pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, awesome. <laughs> I literally don't know what that means. <laughs> yeah. I'm out of things to say. I've, I've said it all. I have the, um, you said it all. Oh, 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 um, logic broker. So logic brokers back on, uh, as a sponsor. So yay. Thank Woo! you. Thank you. Logic broker. We love you guys. Um, they're going to be at IRCE, um, in Chicago in two weeks. Uh, so they'll be at uh, IRCE booth 942, and uh, they want all the Mage Talk listeners uh, to drop by and uh, pick up a, a free T-shirt and uh, and another special surprise, uh, which is probably just a hug from from George, uh, their uh, their top sales guy. Uh, but who knows? It could be something else too. But uh, I'll be there too. I'll be at uh, IRCE um, in Chicago two weeks from now, and uh, it'll be a fun time. Uh, please, uh, you know, hit me up if you're in Chicago. I'd love to meet up with you. I try to do like an informal uh, Magento meetup, uh, happy hour or something like that, sponsored by something digital. It'd be real cool. Uh, so, uh, yeah, reach out to me on Twitter, Phil Linkle on Twitter or Mage Talk on Twitter and let us know. 
Very nice. Very, very nice. Awesome. All right. Well, that's a wrap. As they say, that is a wrap. As they say. um, (laughs) And uh, so we'll see you again next week. Have a great week. Do some awesome stuff. Uh, Keep in touch. Hit us on Twitter. Comment the comments on magetalk.com. Hit us on Man, LinkedIn. You're, you're nailing it. Keep uh, going. Tumblr. You got it. Tumblr. On, we don't have a Tumblr. On, Keep going. Hit us on Tumblr. I love uh, it. MySpace. MySpace. And Pinterest. Uh, and hit us on Pinterest. <laughs> we, we sell handmade goods on Etsy. Check us out there. Uh, and, uh, yeah. You can follow our Thank stock you. advice on buttermint.com. <laughs> You should listen. You should listen to all of our stock advice on our stock podcast. Okay, we're done. See you next week, guys. We're out. And we're out. Bye. The time has come, the walrus said, to talk of many things, of shoes and ships and sealing wax and cabbages and kings, and why the sea is boiling hot and whether pigs have wings. Hookalay, we're off today of cabbages and kings. Wow. You're just freestyling that.